Welcome, guys, to episode three of Three Idiots in a Star Wars podcast. I'm here in person for our first episode. Not live. No, in person with Alex and Landon. We're all sitting together, and we thought this would be a good episode to do that because we're talking A New Hope, one of our, well, all three of our combined favorite movie next to Revenge of the Sith. So you guys want to say hey? Um, well, first off, it isn't my... Well, it's in my top three, but well, I mean, you have to enjoy. it. Regardless, I mean, so, it's S-tier. still S tier. I think yes. it was still S tier, but well. uh, yeah, we're we we originally recorded uh, episode three talking about the Book of Boba trailer as well as uh, episode four, but uh, it turns out uh, we had some technical difficulties, so that's been lost to the void forever. So audio issues, yeah, unlucky. So. Yeah, but anyways, uh, welcome back. Um, it's me, Alex, one of our hosts. Landon, you can introduce yourself again, even though you were already talking. Well, you know, I'm here. I'm Landon. I'm ready to talk about Star Wars. <laughs> just hopping off of that, we're just going to get right into it. We're just going to talk our favorite scenes, quotes, stuff like that. Just kind of get it all out there, why we enjoy this movie so much. Jump-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum. start with just the overall feel for the movie like what do you guys think of the movie overall um well i feel like we we addressed this a little bit uh in in our, our tier list for episode one so if you would if you want the full tier list of what everyone says you can go back to episode one if you missed that um but i think all of us agree it's one of the best if not the best star wars movie in 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 canon and in ever you know i i think it's definitely the strong one of the strongest original trilogies personally i like empire strikes back but that's next week so uh but yeah i would have to agree um in my personal tier list i had a new hope as my second favorite star wars movie personally what i love about this movie is that i think it's the perfect introduction to my favorite movie franchise in the world and sort of with that being said, it can uh, sort of hold its own as a standalone movie really well. Um, and I guess for someone that has never seen Star Wars, it's a really great way to get into that universe. And also to just watch it as, like I said, a standalone movie. Um, and I guess sort of building on all of those things is I think it's just such a well-executed movie. I think the world building is pretty amazing. Um, there's so much, like, just minute details that go unnoticed especially when you're watching it for the first time um such as like obi-wan uh talking about the clone wars um like i love how that was something that was planned out all the way back then and um it's something that they continued to build on just like little story details like that where i think that makes this movie just really special yeah i have to agree with you alex this movie is just really good and it can stand as a standalone too which is really cool because that's what it originally was it was supposed to be just the star wars uh, it just got so popular with everybody that they're just, well, we got to make more of them. I mean, I, I think George Lucas had well, I mean, originally yeah. planned on making multiple, but I don't think he planned yeah. it for, for well, it to saying, become the worldwide sensation. Yeah, it was never it supposed did. to be as big as it, it became, Yeah, it wasn't yeah. supposed to be that big, but I mean, when you when you just like introduce all these new technologies just to make this movie, like, 
like LucasArts and all those different companies where he just really pushed the boundaries of filmmaking, which is why it just stands out as such a such a good movie, especially for the time. I mean, all those little models, those things are beautiful. Like, they're so cool. And the music, too, with John Williams, that is so awesome. Like, he, yeah, he did a really good job with that score. But, yeah, overall, that is just a fantastic movie. And I agree, whenever, whenever you introduce someone to Star Wars, you kind of... Half you can't just start chronologically like you can't just start with the Phantom Menace. Well, that's because it's also bad. But we'll get into that another time. Yeah, that'll, that'll come up in a future episode. But I mean, yeah, I know whenever I watch like a, a, an, a an episode of Star Wars and someone's like, "Oh, I've never seen it before," I'm like, "Dude, what?" I'm like, well, wait, <laughs> first off, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, like I've never Pardon seen me? it. It's crazy, but I kind of like meeting those people because I'm like, "Well, I'll watch it with you" because I love seeing people's first reactions to the movies. So, but yeah, A New Hope is definitely the way to go with that. But yeah, so I guess let's just talk, let's just talk about the movie then. What are, what are, what are some of your guys' favorite scenes? Alex, you want to start on this one? Yeah, sure. Um, I would definitely say one of my favorite scenes, maybe in like the entire franchise, is the opening scene to A New Hope. Um, obviously just like, you start off with like the Tantive Four right away, and then you have a Star Destroyer, and you can truly see like how massive those things are. And I love just, like, the scaling that they do, how it takes up, like, the entire screen. I think that's an amazing first shot. Well, not even that, but it starts at, like, the planet, and then... True. It goes yeah, how it up, sort of goes or, up I guess Tatooine, and, and then pans oh, yeah. off to the... Stars. Yeah, it's just a really great first shot to sort of set the tone that it's going to be, like, a serious situation. Mm-hmm. Sort of like that there's ships involved here, we don't know what's going on, some sort of galactic dispute, clearly. <laughs> um, and then, obviously, you have the whole part where um, there's the conflict immediately between um like the rebel troops on there and then the stormtroopers that um come in through the door and then eventually you see darth vader which obviously he has like one of the most iconic um entrances i'd say for a villain ever and then um obviously the music that goes along with it too just really makes it one of like the best opening scenes to start a franchise ever in my opinion um so i would definitely say that's one of my favorites and then um, I guess going into my other favorite parts, I would have to say basically the entire scene that takes place on the Death Star. Um, it's just a really funny part in my opinion, just because they're all just running around and, uh, it's, I don't know, it's very chaotic, but it's so enjoyable in just every way, like between the dialogue, the banter between the characters. Getting in shenanigans. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's yeah. just a crazy scene and it's wild to see like all the little corridors and the fact that they only saw this tiny, tiny portion of the Death Star, despite running around it for an hour, (laughs) where it's just, I don't know, it's really great to me, and really world-building again, and you meet a lot of characters there and start to get to know them a little bit better, and um, I would say overall that's my favorite scene of the movie. And they do such a good job of, like, making characters that, like, everyone... Like, it's crazy how, how every character, whether they're in a background or, like, Grand Moff Tarkin is like he's he's a bad guy right but he doesn't see a ton of screen time and he just dies but like he's still such an important yeah important like character in this franchise and like every Star Wars fan knows who he is and like his importance to the Empire or like Greedo and like his (laughs) how how he's he just like shows up for literally two minutes and then just gets blasted which is like all these care like background characters are the guys in the bar that like 
yeah. uh, you know, mess no, around I, with. I don't like you either. <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still iconic. Like everyone knows. He doesn't like people. you. <laughs> My friend doesn't like you. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't like you either. <laughs> and then dude just gets his arm sliced off. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Unlucky, yeah. I guess. And he gets to see a what lightsaber a in action for the first time there, yeah. really. Like yeah. against someone, anyways. Obviously. And then he bleeds a bunch. Yeah, what's up? Pretty wild for Star Wars, obviously. But yeah, I mean, like the way that they can make just every background character so like iconic. Yeah, have importance and be unique in their own way, even with only having minutes of screen time. Uh So yeah, and like it also helps that a lot of extended pieces come out where it's like your your like uh, TV shows and comic books and books and stuff like that to like address. Oh, look at this little tiny character that you see for two minutes, and mm-hmm. oh, look what he did in his backstory. And, yeah, especially with, like, Tarkin being in yeah. uh, the Clone Wars series, and yeah. sort of how you get to learn a little bit more about him and how he's really been in this for the long haul. And he's also, he has his own arc in um, some of the comic books that mm-hmm. kind of establishes his background. Oh, yeah, with him, like, hunting Vader yeah, or something for that Vader's was training. Cool. That, was, that was pretty funny. Uh, but, yeah, um... The way they're able to create characters and like have them be impactful is is pretty crazy. Yeah, especially from just that first movie. Like yeah. people just yeah, like you said, they saw Tarkin for that 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 little bit of screen time. They threw him into the very end of Revenge of the Sith, or at least yeah, I'm pretty sure that's him. But yeah, he just he has this this long lasting impact for characters like I want to see more. Or yeah. not characters. He's in Rogue One as well, isn't yep. he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah he's CGI. weird CGI. Yeah. It looks yeah. pretty good, honestly. It but, does. Yeah. Uh, there's so it's it's a technology that still needs ironing out. But oh yeah, it's far so, from perfect. So like yeah, the Leia, it's still pretty good. Though. Is, yeah, I didn't like that. But but yeah, um, I think continuing on the favorite scenes, um, one one scene that I appreciate a lot is. Uh, um, the the scene where Han Solo is chasing after all the stormtroopers, and then he turns the corner, and this is something they added in the digital remaster remake, <laughs> and there's just a, a massive platoon <laughs> of stormtroopers. Yeah, where it wasn't just them realizing that they outnumber him, it's that he runs into... Like, like an entire squad like of like 150 plus, yeah. guys just yeah. standing there. And then you have the whole part with the, like, close the blast door, close the blast door. <laughs> yeah. And then he jumps through it, open the blast door, open the blast door. <laughs> yeah, it's just the little quips like that. I mean, they really yeah. hit that scene, though, where Han runs around the corner in the, the Lego game, too. I mean, you guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, is that running... where it's like an endless wave of stormtroopers? Yeah, you have to chase that one stormtrooper down the hall, and you shoot, and they're standing there with like, their hands on their hips or something, and they start running again. <laughs> you open the last door, and like I know like for the game was on the PS2, and it's like old now. But it gets like super laggy when I open that door because there's just so many characters behind the door, yeah. and they all just start shooting at you, and you have to just. <laughs> but yeah, that's sort of what I was saying with so um, why the whole Death Star uh, scene is a little even like funny to me, just because they have stuff like that in it, like with comic relief, but like not over the top, mm-hmm. but enough where it's like little things here and there that will make yeah. you chuckle. And I think that's that's what this movie does a really good job of, and some movies in later in the franchise do struggle yeah. with is like. This balance between serious and funny, while it's like it's not like Marvel quips or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, where it's every minute or so. <laughs> where it's yeah. just over the top. Where like this, I feel like it's such a great balance. And yeah. that's what makes this movie like so special. And and even like in later installments of the franchise, it's something that it struggles with is like balancing 
definitely being funny and being serious and like having different kind of quips for different kind of scenarios and when that is appropriate but true yeah definitely. like the force the force awakens one of my one of my favorite lines in there is when Finn's like, oh, I didn't think we'd get this far, but the Force will guide us. And Han's like, that's not how the Force works. <laughs> we'll we'll uh, use the Force. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that line. That's not how the Force works. Because I mean, Han's works. seen firsthand how that works. And yeah, he's like, exactly. That's not how it works. I do, I like that line. That That is funny. True. But yeah. Um, yeah, what else do you enjoy? Oh, well, let's see. I have all my scenes. Oh, I love the Vader versus Obi-Wan fight. That one is cool. Especially when you see all the, uh, like, when you have all the background knowledge. Like, at first, you're like, oh, boy. Like, they're holding back and stuff. It looks kind of weird with the flimsy sticks. But, like, when you think about it, like, with the whole backstory of them being, like, basically brothers through this whole, like, war. And you see them fighting out, and they're just like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is... This is the guy, you know, he's like, like, Vader looks like he's, like, terrified of Obi-Wan because he has no idea how strong he's become and stuff like that. I don't, I don't know you what, can't see his not face. what are you talking but, about, I mean, he's like a guy in a mask. Well, I mean, it yeah. looks like they, like, when they're fighting, I like, so they had to use those sticks, you know, and they had to, like, they couldn't hit them too hard or they'd shatter or whatever. Yeah. So, like, but it's kind of cool if you, like, think about it more. And you're it does just make to, it seem calculated. Yeah, but, like, when you, like, try to try to put it into perspective and you're like okay it's not just because the sticks would shatter it's because like vader's like yo this guy beat me up last time maybe i'll be a little more careful like i don't know i like to see it more like that i guess that's stuff that that's like headcanon yeah like any anything can really be headcanon yeah and they can like explain it however way they want yeah so yeah, because I know everyone's headcanon is different. Like, everyone thinks about different scenes in different ways. But that's sure. how I prefer to think about that scene. I don't prefer to think about it like, oh, they had to be careful that, when they're hitting the sticks yeah. together. I mean, it's still yeah. easily the worst lightsaber fight. But Yeah, it's still cool, way. though. It's still cool. Yeah. Because it's and the it's the first, first time, time you get to see it. Yeah, it's the first yeah. time you see it. It's also like an old guy fighting a guy in this super, like, <laughs> Yeah, neither of the their mobility is costume. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty no. limited on their movements. It's still it's still a fun scene to watch. I mean, it's it's like... I mean, well, definitely after seeing... I don't know if you guys saw this uh, yeah. on YouTube. It, it came out a, oh, a couple of years ago or? where they, like, remastered, remastered it. it. And yeah. it's, like, them actually It's, like, fighting. pretty brutal, too. Like, yeah. Vader, like, he is using the Force to, like, I remember he, like, throws him against a wall and that. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's pretty good, though. You can't really yeah. do that with Alec Guinness because, you know, he's yeah. old and he frail. Old, and... Yeah. yeah, I don't know. But, yeah. I think that scene still served its purpose very well because sure. it was meant to be a distraction so the others could get off. Yeah. And then, obviously, uh, Kenobi wouldn't want to... I don't... He sort of had to die because yeah. otherwise Luke would not have left him behind. So the whole thing served its purpose and old Ben obviously knew what he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> Luke probably would have gone up and tried to punch Vader or something. I mean, he would have... Yeah, he would have tried to save anywhere them. near, but he would have been like, no! Well, that is what he did. But, you know. Just from a distance. Also, yeah. I, one <laughs> he was thing, closer, he would have tried to One thing that out. doesn't make sense, <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever noticed this, but Darth Vader, he kills him, right? And then he, like, touches his, like, dead body. Well, because it's foot. just like a cloak. Oh, oh, yeah, for he sure. He disappeared. He's like, then, hey, oh, where'd he go? Then he starts walking towards Luke, and <laughs> the doors close on him. Oh, yeah. It's like he's trying to go chase these guys down. <laughs> <laughs> the door is just closed. Someone definitely got force choked after that. Yeah, well, no, Luke shoots the door. 
No, I thought. Yeah, I oh, no, maybe. Because yeah, I was like, the right. door, kid, the door. And he shoots the door. Pretty good shot. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Well, he did shoot some, like, missiles down some holes. Uh, yeah, so he could use the force to shoot stuff, yeah. yeah. And he used to be able to, like, hit womp rats. He <laughs> used to bullseye womp rats from that distance. <laughs> exactly. It's not that hard. Yeah. Absolutely shits on that pilot. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's not that hard. It's not impossible, is what he said. Dude, yeah. But yeah, anything else for either of you that you. I think enjoyed? the Death Star fight scene when they're well the did the we last, not just the battle over yeah the battle oh, over yeah okay That's i was gonna say when they actually like, i love that because then you get to see all the models of like the tie fighters oh rest in peace the greatest character porkins man <laughs> i know i know one scene nathan always mentions liking a lot is um when luke and leia are running down the thing oh, good luck. and then then they grapple across yep uh, and then they kiss. I know he really likes that scene a lot. So. Yeah, he always talks about that uh, being in his top two scenes. Yeah. <laughs> the other one is from episode five. Which we'll talk about next week. I'm sure we will. No, they have that scene in the like in the Lego Desert that I'm building right now. They've got the them, they've got the them swing. kissing. I mean, you can. Well, you can make them. If you want? But yeah, they have the little swing. Thing yeah, you can like hold onto the, the wire and have them swing. Wow, across. isn't that interesting? It is really cool. I lo- I like that set a lot. It's really cool. We know why you like it. <laughs> yep, that is why. Totally. <laughs> uh, well, uh, but yeah, I think the battle over Yavin is uh, really exciting and. Uh, heart pounding even if you've seen it a hundred thousand times just like yeah knowing the stakes it's yeah. crazy and then also the fact that every other like squadron member died <laughs> no, yeah one y-wing made it out that's right? my favorite yeah. part about that the, is when the you y-wing no no out? when you when you <laughs> no when you when you just see them coming at the death star from yavin and there's just like the whole screen is just filled with x-wings and y-wings right and then you're just like wow there must be like I don't know, 20 or 30, like, pilots out there, just, you know, like, little bush pilots. And they, they're flying in, and then once they finish that whole thing and Luke shoots the, the final torpedoes and they, they leave, there's just two X-Wings, a Y-Wing, and then the Falcon, which just got added in. So, like, they barely got away with it, which is really cool to me. Yeah, and again, like I said, with just the stakes being so high, is that that's the thing. If even one more of them didn't die or Han didn't come in, like, Yavin's getting destroyed. <laughs> yeah. And there yeah. ends the rebel. Yeah, and Han. also every main character yeah. other than Han and Chewie are probably dead. Yeah, because Luke would have gotten a shot eventually if Vader didn't go, What? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Look out! Ah! <laughs> the other type pilot just drives into him. But yeah. Well, and I bet someone got force choked after that, you know. <laughs> well, didn't he, like, land on some, like, planet and then they had to, like, fight his way out or something? I'm not sure. I don't know if that's canon anymore, but it used to be. It was like a comic thing where he like crash landed on a planet and had to like fight his way out against like these creatures that were like. Attacking I can see him. that being a story. Like a yeah, story. And then I'm assuming he was able to get Sidious to come help him through like Force connections. Poppy, Poppy, <laughs> Helpy, Master, I need your help. Nah, <laughs> no. I'm busy. No, no, no. <laughs> uh. Uh, one one scene we kind of just glossed over was um, the cantina and how and like the yeah, whole that's pretty important Mos Eisley and how lively that whole town is. I know I have my quarries with uh, the digital remastered yeah. and a lot of that stuff, yeah, but yeah. like I think uh, the the way that they're able to show how lively and how how many different species are in this bustling spaceport and 
is pretty crazy to you know like try and think about and, and it, yeah. it's able to really communicate that yeah i would argue that with that um like the cgi additions that they made to it i think some of them were very good in the fact that they added to the whole experience of Mos Eisley. Which is, well, uh, the uh, the scene I was talking about early, the Han Solo running around the corner, that was yeah, added in. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it really added to like the liveliness, and it gives you a better taste of like what kind of people and the creatures that are in this yeah. like sprawling like desert settlement that's like basically a spaceport. So you have all these different kinds of species and like people and different alien uh, types and stuff like that where... I think that gives us a little bit better of a taste where it's something that Lucas wasn't able to do yeah. um, back when the movie was originally made, and it just sort of helped with his vision a little bit. Yeah, I really enjoy how the, the city's introduced, though, with the the four of them, uh, R2, oh, yeah. C-3PO, the Ben, and, and Luke just standing on top of the hill, and he's like, most Eisley's spaceport. You'll never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. I'm like, oh, this place is going to be cool. Yeah, it's pretty they, iconic. And then they fly and all, in. And all the yeah. different people you see in the cantina then, yeah. like, literally the devil himself. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that's And then all the different bounty, bounty hunters, yeah. Han and Chewie, obviously. Still curious about their no-droid policy. Have you guys ever thought much about that? They're kind of racist. Well, that's the. I think that was the yeah. whole thing. The only discrimination in the Star Wars universe is basically towards droids. Due to the Clone Wars, basically. Most likely. Where I, 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 I didn't it's never, think about that. It's Most never likely, really explained, yeah. and especially with it being filmed first, we don't really know. But yeah, a lot, a lot of the speculation is that it was just people okay. being afraid of droids from the Separatist movement. Well, I mean, that's why Mando's afraid of droids, too. But yeah, no. the, that, that distrust of droids stayed after that, where they were then treated like even like third-class yeah. citizens. Not, they were already like second-class citizens, but yeah. even a step below that after the Clone Wars. Well, they are robots, so like... That's true. That, that's true. People, but I mean, yeah. you have people, or not people, I guess, but like robots like C-3PO where clearly have like emotions and yeah. like stuff like that where a lot of them are very like humanoid. I'm here with my friends. From Rise of Skywalker, oh, you remember that? With Babu Frick. <laughs> yeah. My man. No, the most handsome man in Star Wars. Yes, so, true. Something I was going to mention about what you said about the no droid policy. I was, I'm was watching The Mandalorian back right Mando. now. And Mando. when he goes to uh, Tatooine to get his ship fixed, he's in Mos Eisley. And he goes to that exact same cantina. And the bartender's a droid. So, I don't remember that. They must crazy. Have, I know, I just rewatched it and I saw it. I'm like, oh, wait. I was just about well, to. Well, to be fair, I think, yeah, so it's, I it's think the Empire it's also pushed an anti droid movement, to be fair, as well. Yeah. Just because it was easy leverage for them. Well, I'm pretty sure Palpatine was kind of racist towards everyone that wasn't a human. I'm pretty sure. I have no idea. I don't remember exactly. You're probably right. Yeah, I'm pretty he, sure he was kind of a... <laughs> he wasn't he a very just, good guy, so I wouldn't yeah. be that surprised. He only liked himself, or he only looked out for himself. Like, True. Yeah. So, because he would just get new apprentices. Like, he just wanted Vader for, for yeah. his power. And to do his bidding, so yeah. he didn't have to go do that. Yeah. Stuff. yeah. <laughs> so he didn't have to go murder children. In the nah, that's temple. a good point. Like, you, know? you can do this. Yo, <laughs> I, got a, I got a new employee. You yeah. can go take care of this for me. Yeah. Basically, uh, like a really devoted secretary. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. But so, yeah, let's talk about the Millennium Falcon. You guys like that that ship at all? No. What a piece of junk! It's that's, kind of, that's what I think. About it's that. kind of garbage. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I don't I get the hype. It was supposed to be fast. 
man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> some continuity that I always sort of like with that is that the Falcon is always having like technical issues oh my and always God. like breaking down because I, it is an old ship. I yeah. like that uh, a piece of junk. Yeah. yeah, I like that the hyperdrive never works. I think that's pretty funny. Uh, well, it works fine, and then Chewie takes it apart in Echo Base, and then that's probably why it doesn't work. But that's True. that's for that's for. Empire so you're blaming Chewbacca. Well, oh, no, so I'm you hate the Wookiees. Empire because they gave I'm Wookiest, yes. Wow, how dare you. Uh, I, another, one other scene that I do enjoy that the music really makes it for me is probably the, like, actually right after when Ben dies and they have to escape the Death Star, you know, because they don't have the tracker on anymore, and you have the four, yeah. just the four TIE fighters that come after him. Oh, yeah. And then oh, the, and they all, like, work together. Yeah, yeah, like that's really cool. Like you've got Leia and Chewie in the cockpit. Yeah, they like, all have up. different jobs, and they're all like yeah. communicating by yelling through the ship. I actually do really love that scene. That's yeah, very it's really cool because you get to see all the main heroes work together, and it's like it's a really cool scene. I mean, I mean, they they were working together, but they were kind of in pairs in the Death Star. I can't but. think of that scene anymore where, like, Luke shoots the final TIE fighter without thinking about the Family Guy special. Have you guys ever seen the Star Wars Family Guy? No, no I, I haven't. Have. Just, <laughs> so it's, <laughs> he's sitting there in his cockpit, and then it just keeps doing the same music cue in the same scene of the TIE fighter going through, like, <laughs> and then he's like, mm, and it does it like six times. Like, is this fair? Like, come on, that, that costs a lot of money to make more of those TIE fighter movements, so why not just keep reusing this? You can flip it and you can mirror it, and then that would still be fine. I, I think that's I think that's a, something we have to sit down and watch is the Family Guy uh, Star Wars. That would be so. kind of funny. I actually. think I have all of them on DVD. So. Well, that and like Robot Chicken. Yeah, yeah. Robot oh, Chicken dude, always slaps. I remember when that came on at like i don't even know 10 o'clock or something when i was like really they would also always show it really early in the morning for yeah, some reason yeah like on like the western swim. channel of cartoon yeah. network yeah. yeah when they had adults come on yeah no that they was always funny because like i was yeah. like it was you'd like wake up and you'd see you know you'd, you'd be like what is this show and then they'd have like star wars thing i'm like i like star wars and it's like super weird and you're like what is this and you're like i am a child you're like an eight-year-old you're like what is this show uh, yeah, the yeah. Star Wars episodes are really good. Yeah, those that. were funny. Those were funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, actually, maybe let's get into other things that we just enjoy about the movie then. Um, other than the scenes Throne itself. Room. Oh. Yeah, well, yeah. Sets. I think set design in that movie is really, really good. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, definitely. I yeah, like the whole Death Star in general is crazy. Yeah, thinking about that. And actually. how, like, going from every every different location is so different and um interesting and unique in their own way it's like you go from mos eisley mm -hmm. i guess the ship to mos yeah. eisley well yeah you have or... the most pristine like spaceship you've ever seen yeah and then yep. you go to a desert planet and then back to like this space station that's completely like gray and has gloom uh -huh. like a gloominess to it that's no moon and then <laughs> yeah then you run around in that for a while then you go to yavin which is this yeah. jungle with huge castles true and, and very bright again yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and then into space they went basically everywhere but like a cold climate so and then they opened the, the very first scene of the next and they, movie they, so. there you go they covered everything wait that's like you're telling me there's only three main places a desert a jungle and a yeah and a it about covers it land. the only biomes in minecraft yeah like, it about fun. covers it all i mean there's snow there's sand and then there's trees they could have water i mean what you could call it yeah they do that they in do the, that in the, in the, the prequels you know <laughs> camino 
Well, well I would also say that underwater with the Gungans, but let's not get too off topic oh, here. Okay. We don't need to get into the Gungans yet. Well, technically, Camino used to be an ice planet, then it went through climate change. That is actually canon, I'm not even kidding. Interesting. Yeah, that, that was kind of cringe that you just said that. That's okay. We'll More talk. so just the voice that you did. <laughs> we'll talk. Oh, I was trying to be a canon. Oh, you canon literally junkies. are canon. one right now. <laughs> canon. So, like, also, we've been talking about the comic books. We look like the canon junkies right now. <laughs> Well, technically, they can't see us, so we don't look like anything. Well, I mean, they can see our, our baby faces and the, the... Yeah, the faces of us as children no, on that's what podcast. we look like now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we grew up with the prequels. We're just little kids. But, yeah. I guess, what what's your favorite character from A New Hope? Mm, that's a good question. It is. It is. Would you like to go first, since you've clearly thought about it? Yes. I really do enjoy Wedge. He's kind of cool. Look at the size of that thing. <laughs> Cut the chatter, Red Dude. Uh, no, I like him a lot because he's the only other X-wing pilot. And then throughout the rest of the trilogy, you know, he just—he's there for every major <laughs> fight. <laughs> he, doesn't get cool. any, he doesn't get any recognition. I, mean, I think I uh, the final scene. That's valid. For I think that's a tough question for me, him. though. I think my favorite character. Is um the imperial spy with the elephant nose <laughs> that goes like <laughs> in the Lego game? That guy is so stupid. <laughs> Don't you have to fight him? And yeah, the... yeah, no, he just keeps calling troops and it's yeah. obnoxious. Yeah, we'll just you have to like be like building your like the Millennium Falcon, and yeah, then they yeah. just keep coming in and shooting you. He giant studs go everywhere. And you're just like, oh come on. Yeah, um, that Lego game is great. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if both of your answers were ironic, but wow, I, I would. Okay. <laughs> I know cool. Landon's was obviously, <laughs> but I I think like also this might be an unpopular one, but I would almost say Luke. I know a lot of people are like, oh, you all... say unpopular? Ooh. Nobody in, in the fourth Luke one. Skywalker. In the fourth one, everyone just calls him whiny, yeah, which yes. Is. But I find it hilarious. Well, he is in all. He's he's whiny in all movies. He's in like. Uh uh-uh. yeah, I don't know. But no, I'm just saying, like Jedi. most people, I think for Episode Four would say like Han or Vader generally. That's true. I, I like think ben. Han is probably the most popular one. Ben's cool. Ben too. is probably my favorite. I lo- I really enjoy the scene where he's sitting back and. Where he's like, oh, this droid's looking for a guy named Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's like, <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> he's like, You've Obi-Wan, come to the right place. That's a name I've not heard for a long time. And I'm like, it's him. And like, it's cool. I don't know. I just enjoy his little bits of wisdom that he tells. Right. I like it. And where he like blatantly lies to Luke about his father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or when they're in the hut and he's like giving him like the the whole spiel about his dad and stuff and then my father fought in the clone wars <laughs> yeah like i i don't i don't know i enjoy every scene that he's in for the most part even the part where he's going how do they not hear that let's be no, honest he does, doesn't he do the little uh jedi mind trick on them because they like turn away and they're like oh did you hear that well that's when he's leaving oh yeah true yeah well, when he, he gets stopped out. when they were coming in Oh, so yeah. Uh, I actually have a real answer for my favorite character. I mentioned it earlier. Porkins, you know. Rest in peace to a real one. Do you have a Do you have a non-joke answer? Actually, though, Lord, is it just the Imperial spy and Porkins? I like the Jawas. <laughs> All right, that's a W in my opinion. I would also say Uncle Owen. Yes, Luke, Luke. Luke! Uh, <laughs> but I, I want to go to Dodging Station and get power converted! <laughs> I was about to get into, uh, maybe we could discuss some favorite quotes, and that is by far my favorite quote. Oh, I've got to. I just die every single time. It is hilarious. Oh, 
But I was going to go to Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. <laughs> yeah. God, so he's such a whiny things. little baby. Yeah, that one just cracks me up. I don't know. It's obviously not meant to be funny, but I'll be damned if it isn't hilarious. Oh, I like the other... There's another quote during the when they're escaping the Death Star where, like, Han's like, oh, I got one. Or, like, he, like, he, like celebrates getting one, then Luke's, like, shoots him. He's like, hey, I got one! And he's like, great, kid. Don't get cocky. Yeah. I'm like, Han, you just cheered because you killed one. <laughs> oh, also, do you remember... Um, It's also... I like the quote when they're in, like, the control room, right, when they get in the Death Star and they turn into... uh. They get in the clone trooper outfits or stormtrooper outfits. Wait a Whoa. second! And you're not a real fan. <laughs> he doesn't like. I'm canon. a fa- I'm a fake cannon junkie. Fake fan. Anyways, though, so, um, so yeah, they're in the stormtrooper outfits, and um, he's trying to convince Han, and he's talking about like the reward, and then Han mentions like, "Do you think she'd go for a guy like me?" No. <laughs> and he's like, "No." <laughs> no. no. That part is always yeah, pretty then, entertaining as well. Yeah, and then he and then Han like looks at him and just kind of smiles. That is, that yeah, because he knew he, oh, he was just trolling mad. him. Yeah, you're mad. he got him so mad there. You pranked. <laughs> And of course, the classic, like, aren't you a little short to be a stormtrooper or whatever? Oh, yeah. He's like, huh? And then he drops the line and he's like, I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. And she's like, you're who? <laughs> like, who? he's the most important guy of the universe yeah. right now. How do you not recognize your literal brother? Yeah, oh. come on. Well, I mean, I know um, Nathan's favorite quote is um, uh, when Leia says, good luck. It's when for they're... luck, you idiot. <laughs> And then they kiss. I know that's your favorite. Probably shouldn't have corrected that, but because then people are like, he actually knows the scene. Yeah, because <laughs> it's your favorite. Of course favorite. I know the scene. You watch it all the time. <laughs> you watch it before bed. I love that movie. That way you'll dream about it. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. You dream of being yeah. Luke Skywalker in yeah, that situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, what about that? You know the very memed uh, quote in Revenge of the Sith? Of Anakin. Which one? There's like 150. Yeah, every line is a meme. I'm still going. But oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Apologies. Don't you don't you worry. I'm getting there. I know he says this is where the fun begins. I still like that. Um, uh, yeah, doesn't Han, Han say says that? it. Han said it first. He said, well, yeah, technically. He said it back in 77. So I enjoy that, though. That is a good one. But, you know. So I hope you guys kind of enjoyed our thoughts on a new hope uh reach out and let us know some of your favorite parts or quotes or characters even uh you can reach us at Landon. uh we have an email at uh three idiots s uh at gmail.com um if you guys have anything you want us to talk about if you have any comments on anyone's opinions or anything like that uh reach out to us there'll be uh, where uh, the email's always in the description, so if you guys are ever curious, ever want to, you know, give us some ideas on what to talk about, want to give your opinions on anything, uh, we're happy to do that. Just uh, send us an email. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Uh, we'll be talking next week about Empire uh, Empire Strikes Back. We might have a special guest. A little tease. Uh, we have someone that might be a little a bit of an expert in some some regards. In a certain field. In a certain field that uh, an might extremely be... specific field. <laughs> Something not a lot of people think about. So if you guys are curious about that, make sure to tune in. Um, since this is being recorded late, we that that Empire one might be up a little sooner than a week, but 
we'll see. We'll definitely see. So keep your eyes out. Uh, and uh, thanks for tuning in. And we'll we'll talk to you next time. Remember, the force will be with you. Always. God, I hate and you also so with much. you. <laughs> That's what Obi-Wan says at the end. You made it. Oh, Thank you.